Welcome to Finest Work Songs. My name is Matt. My name is also Matt. Matt, we just celebrated Father's Day. Yes, thank you. I had a great day. <laughs> I didn't say happy Father's oh, Day. Oh, sorry. I just assumed <laughs> it was implied. It is implied. Oh. You're a great dad. Matt. Oh, thanks. You're doing good, too. Superman does good, Matt. <laughs> I'm doing well. To quote Tracy Jordan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I open up Instagram. I find that I'm tagged by Raleigh Magazine. There's a Father's Day giveaway of jeans. So yeah. to enter, you had to tag your dad or name him in the comments. And I won a pair of devil dog dungarees, Matt. You won the jeans? I won the jeans. That's the best Father's Day present ever, And right? I think, oh, <laughs> MC must have entered me. This is so cute. And so I scroll down and... Wait, wait, wait. So you just assume it's the, it's the one kid who entered you, not the other two? Well, she's the only one on, okay, on okay. Instagram. <laughs> the other ones are like, not interested, old man. Never in your life. I scroll down and I find that, no, my daughter has not entered me, but my podcast partner, yeah, you like, entered me. That's right. You know what's so funny about happy. that? So someone tagged me okay. on that. Full disclosure. Clearly, I didn't read the rules. I glance through it, and I see that, like, oh, you tag someone to yeah. win some jeans. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I looked at, like, the person who had tagged me tagged, like, 50 people. So oh, yeah. clearly he doesn't have 50 dads. Right. So that's where the disconnect was. Issues, yeah, like. That's right. Maybe he'll love me if I get him some yeah. jeans. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. Then I'm... <laughs> You know, congratulations. I'm glad you finally have some pants to wear. Thanks. Yeah, you yeah. got used to me wearing these booty shorts. Like, they say gotta, juicy on the back. <laughs> I got to do something about this. <laughs> Folks, find yourself a podcast partner that enters you in jeans contest. And thinks you're his dad in some weird way. I feel like I don't know anyone who ever wins these kinds of things. Oh, so yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, so devil dog dungarees. There you go. I'll let you know when they come in how they fit. You say dungarees, I'm picturing them like kid sizes. Like, you don't get them, they're going to be like eight-year-old husky kids. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to our sponsor, Devil Dog Dungarees. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Matt, for any new listeners who are here because Missy Elliott is a queen. Yes. What is it we do here on Finest Work Songs? Here on Finest Work Songs, we just love to talk about classic albums and classic music. It might be an album that is universally acclaimed as a classic album, you know, something like Fleetwood Mac Rumors, or it might be something that one of us really, really likes and has an affinity for, a love for, and, and wants to make the case that it's a classic album. Or it might be something that's maybe not decades old yet or, or still a little bit newer but might have some cachet to it and some critical acclaim to it and in the end we just love to talk about classic albums and classic music here on finest work songs before we get into the music matt we have a new segment this season and it's time for share time yeah share time <laughs> Okay, a couple things. Uh, what's that? Well, again, that's not share. Of course it is. It's share Aka Khan. <laughs> um, While I research who share is, what you tell our listeners. Don't Google pictures, uh, particularly from the early 90s. Um, <laughs> Battleship, uh, fishnet. Sun off to the side. Oh, yeah, that's right. Gross. For my share time, it is the Netflix show Kunk on Earth. C-U-N-K on Earth. I got to give a shout out to my daughter, Britton, who pointed this out to me. We have discovered that we have the same sense of humor, which love is it. disconcerting to my wife. <laughs> she knows I love history. I know you love history as well, Matt. And I also love dumb comedy. And so this is a 
perfect combination of the two. So Kunk on Earth is uh, Diane Morgan as Philomena Kunk. It's a parody documentary. She takes you through the history of the Earth, the history of civilization, religion. She's a idiot savant interviewer, and she interviews mm-hmm. your real historians and philosophers and religious experts and all that. Plus, every episode allows us the opportunity to enjoy this classic hit. Okay. Yeah. Human civilization, yeah. culture, arts. I mean, it all comes back to this, right? Not unlike Finest Work songs, you know, they employ some recurring bits, which are okay. kind of funny. Like, she constantly references her mate Paul and some of the weird things he gets into. And you never meet Paul. She just talks about Paul. Yeah. I mean, it's not appropriate for the kids, but if you need a light 30-minute, Funny reprieve at the end of the day. Check out Kunk on Earth on Netflix. Well, thanks, Matt. I love some good comedy. Just like you love dungarees. I do. I feel like a winner. You are a winner. Do not let your other two kids (laughs) tell you differently. You are a winner. Matt, I want to share. This is a little bit of a, well, a lot of bit of a plug. But I want to share our Spotify. Oh, yeah. I shared this on social media. Mm -hmm. And so if you follow us at Finest Work Songs, you may have seen this, but I went down a deep dive into the Beach Boys and found that there is a period of them that I was sleeping on. I knew Mm -hmm. about early. I knew about Pet Sounds and then Smile. And then in my mind, it kind of just fell off and I don't know what happened. There's this big gap before Kokomo. Yeah, right. (laughs) Or before like Endless Summer comes out. Basically, I don't know what they're doing. But then they come back with the beachy thing and then they never leave it. There's this period in the from 71 to like 73. So there's a playlist on there called Quit Sleeping on the Beach Boys. I also have a new Quit Sleeping playlist coming out, but I'm not going to tell you who the artist is. You'll have to go check it out. I did listen to the Quit Sleeping on the Beach Boys playlist, and it was pretty amazing. It sounded so different to me than everything else that they do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see where this Quit Sleeping on playlist goes, because it's a really cool concept. If you want the Spotify playlist and some of the YouTube videos that we've done, you'd be sure to hit up our link tree as well. All right, this has been Share Time. He was slapping that bass. If you're slapping the bass and that's the hook, right. which it is, we could all hum along after she sings. Oh, yeah. That's the hook. Shaka Khan sings like two lines, that whole freaking song. <laughs> yeah, it's just that dude. <laughs> it's that dude. Adoring He's got to be exhausted. He's just going at it. We've talked this season about rocking bodies. Yeah. This is another example. That's what people did in the 80s. They rocked each other. They were doing some body rocking and rocking <laughs> bodies. Before we get into the music, we want to hear from the fans. Yeah. This is a little segment we call Kenny Gmail. Kenny Gmail is our opportunity to read email that you, the finest work fans, have sent to us. Sometimes it's questions of conscience. It's matters of the heart. It's random questions you might have about life or about relationships. I would say 99% of the Kenny Gmails we get are really positive. You know, and they're very supportive. Uh They like the show, so they write us about the show and our blogs a lot, which is weird because we don't really blog, but you know, whatever. (laughs) But this one comes to us, this in relation to our radio head, The Benz Epipod. Okay. And it comes from Cynthia.port at gmail.com. And it just says, I used to be able to find good information from your content. That's all it says. That's all it says. (laughs) I used to find good information from your content. 
Dang. Well, I don't know if we're like losing it or we're just not up to snuff with our content. No details or anything. There's not even a period. Like she didn't mm. even like drop the hammer or drop the mic with a period. Does Cynthia just, have a website? She does not. No. And what's her email address? Cynthia.port at gmail.com. Man, this actually sounds could be uh, legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I still don't think it is. Yeah. I was expecting like a Cynthia XL345 <laughs> at Yahoo. Yeah. But. It would be funny if she was like, no, really, like season one was great. Yeah. <laughs> season two was pretty good. I mean, I think you really started to lose it in season three. I really um, liked humping around. Then when you stopped doing that, I yeah. just lost all interest. She's a hump stand. <laughs> We're about to close out season eight. I think we might have to regroup. Yeah, we might have to up our game and yeah, figure out, work that out, do some diagnostics and look at the metrics, see, see where, we're, where we're falling short, yeah. Cynthia. Well, let's get into the music. You hinted previously on social media that we were talking about an artist from one of our hometowns. I made some assumptions, probably my hometown, Dunn, North Carolina. Yeah. So I figured we were either doing Link Ray, new Hall of Fame, Rock Hall of Fame inductee. As of this year? Yep, as of this year. The coincidence, man. I know, right? Same with this artist. I was thinking it was either him or the Dunn, North Carolina-born Leroy Moore of the Dave Matthews Band. (laughs) I thought we were going to do our third Dave Matthews Band album, but I guess not. No, we've done Dave Matthews Band twice now. (laughs) Once in our choosing. Yes. The second time because of Kyle Hip. And the listener's choice. And the listener's choice. Yeah. Please, I've had enough. No, Matt, we're not doing your hometown this (sighs) time. We're doing mine. All right. From the Hampton Roads area, even though nobody from Hampton Roads says Hampton Roads. Right. We're talking about Missy Elliott. What if I like, heard the first song we played? She's like, from Hampton Roads. <laughs> yeah. You're like, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I can't contradict her. You're Missy Elliott if you yeah. say Hampton Roads. If I'm from Virginia Beach, you're like Portsmouth. That's not our area. <laughs> but if we're talking about claiming Missy Elliott, yeah, yeah, oh, totally. heck yeah. yeah, Hampton Roads all the way. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> Hampton Roads. She's that great. Funny little quirky things about where you grew up. I didn't realize counties were such a big deal until I went to college. Uh, and everybody's like, you know, what county is it? I was like, I don't know. It's from Virginia Beach. Like, you yeah. just talk about the city that you're from. Being from North Carolina, that to me always signaled like a rural kind of urban divide thing. Yeah. You know, right. like if, if you were from charlotte or wilmington you said you're from charlotte or wilmington if you're from dunn yeah <laughs> you would say oh i'm from harnett county Harnett County. yeah I could, I could see that which i knew but you know we had city championships yeah like and whatever. your school systems are different there you have city schools and you have county schools it's not like one big county school system like we have here i didn't even know we had county schools we just have city schools they educate in the county don't be a snob <laughs> Four Grammys, 40 million records, best-selling female rapper, all deserved. Grew up in a really rough situation where her mom had to flee the dad because of domestic abuse. Mm -hmm. She's been through a lot. She's come far. And she just seems like a pretty decent person. Seems like a really good role model for young women to be strong and to be independent and be who you are. Yeah. Another Rock Hall of Fame inductee, the first female rap artist. Really? Yeah. First solo female rap artist. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, so we are going to cover her fourth studio album, Under Construction. Once again, Timbaland is running the board. Mm -hmm. Not solely this time, though. Okay. Debuted at number three on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart and has been certified double platinum. Not too shabby. Nominated for Best Rap Album and Album of the Year. I wonder who it lost to. Well, let's find out. Let's look it up. I guess it would be 2003. Yeah, because it came out late, too, right? Yeah. Okay, so she lost... 
album of the year to Outcast, Speaker Box, The Love Below. That's certainly respectable. Yeah, no shame in that. Other nominees included Elephant by The White Stripes. Okay. Justified by Justin Timberlake. Oh, yes. And uh, Fallen by Evanescence. Oh. <laughs> Evanescence. There's always one. It's always like the Grammy's best album of the year. It's like Fleetwood Mac Rumors, Stevie Wonder, something else. You know, that would be like Bread. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, really? <laughs> That's right. She also lost best rap album too. Evanescence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dark Horse <laughs> just came in at the end. Uh, Outcast. Ah. And also up that year were The Roots, Phrenology, Jay-Z's The Blueprint 2, and Fat Boys. 50 Cent. No, Fat Boys that year. Sorry, Matt. For that figure, there'd be one like random oh, one. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good company. If you're going to lose out and compete against some heavy hitters, those would be the ones. That's right. Well, as we will find out, it was worthy of a nomination. Matt, I'm going to play a little bit of the intro here. Okay. Yeah. What's the deal, y'all? This is Missy Elliott. Giving y'all magazine writers, radio cats, listeners, or plain old haters a small piece of, of my album, which is titled Under Construction. Under Construction simply states that I'm a work in progress. I'm working on myself. You know, uh, ever since Aaliyah passed, I view life in a, a more valuable way. Looking at hate and anger and gossip or just plain old bullshit became ignorant to me when you realize in a blink of an eye you walking down a church aisle and that was meant for weddings and happiness but realizing those same church aisles are used to to view a loved one for the last time she goes on and it goes into a song but i just think that's interesting that she yeah you don't hear that often no music behind it or anything what i also like about it is it sounds like she kind of just did it in one take it's not polished it's not right clean it reminds me of that beach boys christmas album oh that we gosh. listened to where, yeah. <laughs> where it was like just thanks to me and the, me and the fellows we're glad you could listen to this thing it is an interesting way to address your fans because yeah. there was no social media back then and so good point. unless you were going to put an article or press release out this is a way that you could talk to people it's kind of the thing that you could see someone doing live like in concert like even still you figure you'd probably come out and do a song or two first and then sort of say hey, yeah. this is this is where i'm coming from with this just want to talk about a couple things but yeah definitely unique let's actually get into the music people. all right we do do music here yes, on this podcast believe it or not we're going to start with track two bring the pain featuring method man one two three four five six seven eight nine, nine, nine. are we on the air Bring the pain, hardcore to the brain. Ooh, baby, what's your name? I love the way you're spitting the game. You made me change from thinking all guys the same. You the type of guy I want to marry in months. Got exactly what I want. And ain't no faking the phone. Your attitude is punk and you're making me crunk. Yes, it's real, baby. Yeah, miss so crazy. You light my fire dirty, which reminded me, when are we doing a Doors at the Pod? Uh, no. <laughs> Reminder, listener's choice of a vibe. Please do not. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, so this album, she talks about being throwback 
Mm-hmm. The cover is her with a boombox next to her mm-hmm. and some graffiti on the wall. Yeah. It is kind of funny, though. Rap has such a short history at this point, but they're still like, let's throw it back to the old yeah. days. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which, honestly, I think all of us were welcoming after the whole like shiny suit era. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that, yeah, exactly. If you want to throw it back, go for it. Right. I wonder even then if they were talking about the golden era of hip hop when some of those years might have been or if that came later. I'm always amazed at the timeline of art and music in the sense that when I was a kid and you know, my favorite bands would put out, they'd put out albums every year or two years. Yeah. It seemed like an eternity to me then. Now it's five, six, seven years between some albums. It seems like that's probably more related to the artists and the bands I'm kind of listening to that do that. All that to say that like, you've got this still new musical style that's, so this is 2002, and so, I mean, raps, what, late 70s? Yeah. I mean, you're talking a quarter of a century old. Even if you're throwing it back 10 years, that's a significant chunk of the life of the art form. So it's not crazy to want to kind of harken back even 5 to 10 years yeah. as, as sort of like a, a golden era of rap. Well, it sounded, too, like she was inspired by the death of Aaliyah, mm-hmm. who she had worked with, and she and Timbaland had produced a lot mm-hmm. of her music and written some of. And so, you know, she talks about life is short. Coming on the heels still of 9-11, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of retrospection and kind of resetting that people were doing, whether in their own lives or with their art. The interesting thing with her is that she had been such an innovator, the way that she and Timbaland combined R&B. Missy Elliott stands alone. I don't need to say her and Timbaland, but also their partnership is a beautiful thing to Mm -hmm. celebrate, but she Mm -hmm. stands alone. I wasn't listening to Missy Elliott at the time, apart from the radio, but I Mm -hmm. imagine that for people who had gotten on board, this is a shift, shift, you know, to do this like old samples. Mm -hmm. She samples a lot of old hip hop songs and even the style and everything has an older feel. I'm immediately grabbed by the song just because it's, it's got such a, a good hook to it. Yeah, and that comes from the original Method Man song, also titled Bring the Pain. I came to bring the pain, hardcore from the brain. Let's go inside my astral plane. Find out my mental, based on instrumental records. Hey, so I can write monumental methods. I'm not the king, but is his decaf. I stick him for the cream. Check it, just how deep can shit get Gosh, Method Man. Mm. He also shows up on this song. That's a more all day. Mind over matter in my forte is foreplay. Sex on a platter, have it your way. Then who serve you everything on the menu and all that freak that you went to. Sweet lady, you drive me half crazy. Maybe we can go half on a baby. On a baby? Papa got a brand new bag. Hidden in the stash of his brand new jag. Lovely, kick your shoes off and get comfy. We can bump uglies if you ain't got your monthly. Yes, I like American pie. Tell him M-I, crooked letter, crooked letter Y. He said bump uglies. They reference American Pie. Are they talking about the movie? Maybe. I mean, we kind of check for the time, I think. I like to picture like Method Man at, at the movie, like watching American Watch Pie, eating popcorn, just like laughing. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, he's, he's actually got a pie. <laughs> oh, Stifler's mom. I'm going to put that in a song. <laughs> yeah, Method Man's great. We'll have to get into Wu-Tang Clan yes. someday on here. Yes. I like, maybe we can go half on a baby. We're going to split the check here. We're going halvesies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the soda. You, you got that. I got water. <laughs> so casual. I'll go in on that. Yeah, I'll, go I'll go in on, on a baby. Yeah, I hit by three zebras and a monkey. I can't stand it. 
here iffy kiffy lizzie go mills kills and sills them yeah that just rolls off the tongue it's nonsense the funny thing is is it's so catchy it is catchy it, is really <laughs> it sounds catchy. like a children's rhyme yeah, i'm guessing if you're trying to decipher the references like double dutch so you've got like kind of the jump rope oh, that feel yeah that yeah. sort of jump rope feel to it gosh she's good though man oh yeah throughout this album she has huge names on mm-hmm. here and I don't find any moment where she gets overshadowed. Yeah. No one steals the show. Right. Jay-Z tries. Yeah. Because he always does. <laughs> right. You know, on, on everything right. that he's on. Uh, but I still don't think he does. We'll get to it. So coming up later in the song is your boy Ludacris. Once upon a time in Kyle Park, where they live life fast and they scared of dark. There was a little by the name of Creek. Nobody paid him any mind. No one gave a no one he could rap, no one lit the hand. So he went about his business and devised the plan. Made a CD, then he hit the block. Fifty thousand sold, seven dollars a pop. Oh, the foe, uh, three years later. Stepped out the swamp with ten and a half meters. Now all around the world on the microphone. He leave the booth smelling like Burberry cologne. Still riding chrome, got in the kitchen, never home alone. And he's on the grind. Please let me know if he's on your mind. And respect to Kimmy. Notice Chris, I live loud like Kimmy. I'm here for any time anyone wants to take Slick Rick, Children's Story, and do that style. Yes. It speaks to how great that song is. Yeah. That anytime you do it in a song, nobody goes, what's this? Yeah. You have a little cadence, Slick Rick, that is instantly recognizable. Once upon a time, not long ago, when people wore pajamas and lived life slow, when laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like they ought to good, there lived a little boy who was misled by another little boy, and this is what he said. Me and you tonight, we're gonna make some cash, robbing old folks and making the dash. They did the job, money came with ease, but one couldn't stop, it's like he had a disease. He robbed another and another, and my sister and a brother. And if you're someone who is pretty unfamiliar or a novice when it comes to a lot of rap and hip-hop, it still makes you smile. You immediately recognize it, and you're also like, oh yeah, like I like this. I've, I've always liked this. All right, so she's talking to all the haters in this one, Matt. Yes, she is. She also says skirt. Skirt? Yeah. And that made me wonder, where did that come from? Yeah, the, the etymology of skirt. We're here to do the research. For we are. Yeah. You know you woke up this morning thinking, where did skirt where did come from? Where did skirt come from? We're not saying skirt as in what you wear. Yeah. We're saying skirt. <laughs> skirt. So I'm trying to find the origin of skirt. And I come across this article written four years ago. Ten teen slang words you should know. And of course, it's a picture of this like... Basic white girl is like talking on her phone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Matt, what other words are in that? Canceled, which means no longer relevant uh, in case you didn't ago? know. Four years ago. Four years oh, ago. four years ago? Yeah. Okay. Mans, 
in reference to someone. Yeah. T, juicy gossip. Oh my gosh, this is let's just flex. It. Okay. Showing up. Shall I continue? No, I think we got it. <laughs> or when finally stand to approve or endorse. Mm. Yeah, these are definitely good four years old. Yeah. <laughs> the references that particularly hip hop artists make are very of the time. Mm-hmm. Like even in this song, there's a reference. I may be completely interpreting this wrong. I live loud like Tim A, which makes me think of South Park. I thought he was referencing Timbaland. And he probably is, but the fact that it says Tim A, I immediately think, oh yeah, South Park, 2002. Like It could be. Yeah. The thing about her, like she came out and people talked about her weight mm-hmm. and it never seemed like she got into it. It's like she let the music speak. Right. Like I don't remember any beefs no, no. that she had in public. But then this song is great. Those haters come back in and then she just goes after them. She doesn't care. Starts with them talking about her eating one cracker a day. And yeah. Again, this is me coming in somewhat blind on this. You probably don't have Lizzo without Missy Elliott. Yeah. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I think that it's fair to say that a lot of the female rap artists, especially with something like Wait, Wait. the comments about that, she was innovative both in the music and it seemed like with her attitude. Female rap artists, by and large, up to this point, this isn't just specific to rap. I mean, this was the music industry as a whole. It's a lot harder to break in if you're not conventionally attractive. And even like Lil' Kim was rocking like, bikini tops yeah, and you know, right. things like that. And I don't think I appreciated it at the time, but it's refreshing to think back on Missy Elliott and how she's just like, I'm owning who I am. What you see is what you get with me and I'm happy with who I am and just deal with it. Yeah, we need that. All right, she continues to let the music speak uh, with the next one. This was her first single, Work It. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive is when yet. It's your primitive is when yet. If you a fly gal, get your nails done, get a pedicure, get your hair did. Boy, lift it up, let's make a toaster. Let's get drunk, this gonna bring us closer. Don't I look like a Holly Berry poster? See the Belvedere playing tricks on ya. Girlfriend wanna be like me, never. You won't find a bitch. That's even better. I make it hot as Las Vegas weather. Listen up close while I take it backwards. Okay, begins to be in me with you. I'm not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want. I love your brains and your mouth full of phones. Love the way my ass go, ba boom, ba boom, boom. Keep your eyes on my ba boom, ba boom, boom. You think you can handle this? Ka don't, ka don't, don't. This seems like one of those songs, Matt, that if there weren't lyrics written, that people would obsess over what she said. Oh my gosh, yeah, absolutely. I knew enough. You haven't listened to, you know the Beatles to know that it yeah. was backwards. I, I could see where you're like, oh my God, what is she saying? Yeah, which listeners, she's saying, I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. In reverse. Yeah. Or he plays it backwards. Right. I don't think she's saying yeah. it. Can you play this backwards? No. You're you, going to have to learn to say it You have to learn backwards. how to say it backwards. Gosh, dude. Another 80s sample. Lying, y'all. He's the best I know. And if I lie, my nose will grow. Like a little 
out of store, free go! Tricks up for kids, he plays much kids. He's a big bad wolf and know the three pigs. He's a big bad wolf in your neighborhood. Not bad, meaning bad, but bad, meaning good. That is. Peter Piper has been sampled in 277 songs. <laughs> And it contains samples of six songs. Oh my gosh. Well, they include like Silly Rabbit Tricks Are For Kids. Yeah. Just because they say it. And it includes the traditional folk song, Peter Piper. (laughs) But I want to know where that sound comes from. Let's see. The sample comes from a jazz song called Take Me to the Mardi Gras by Bob James from 1975. It's awesome. Steel drums. Some dude wanders in with steel drums. It's that retired financial executive. Who got it on the trip to the Cayman Islands. (laughs) You need me? I'm available. It's off a lot cooler. Yeah, it did. Matt, this track is lewd. It is a little lewd. She got praised for that because basically she's saying like, men have been doing this for years. Yeah. Why are you going to give me crap for talking about sex in an explicit way? Right. Matt, did you know that Missy Elliott played the Lilith Fair? <laughs> Did you go to the Little Fair? I never made it to the Little Fair. I did some Lollapaloozas, but yeah, I didn't make the Little Fair. I didn't feel like men were welcome. Yeah. I'm well, sure they were. Yeah. But, you know, just the general vibe at that time. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. The Little Fair was only a few years. In my mind, I thought it was like a decade. I did too. Long. Yeah. Some interesting things. You have your main stage, uh-huh. second stage, and village stage. Village stage? Yeah. Okay. Nice. And so the first year, your, your main stage artists are your Sarah McLaughlin. Of course. <laughs> Paula Cole, Boom. Cheryl Crow. There it is. Uh, <laughs> that's the kind of first tier. Yeah. Second tier, you've got Patty Griffin, who's okay. my wife's favorite. Juliana Hatfield. Nice. You know, yeah, I had um, a crush on her as a kid. Jeff did too, Jeff Wood. Oh, yeah? Uh, former guest Jeff Wood yes, from the Jeff. YouTube one, man. He, I feel you, dude. He loves some Juliana Hatfield. A lot of the people on the second stage, uh, I don't recognize. And then you get to your village stage, Pat Benatar. What? Is on the village stage. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> you got wild strawberries on the second stage and Pat Benatar's on the, on the third. Vill- the third tier? Yeah. That's your opening year, right? Okay. Yep. All white artists on the main stage the first year. Sure. And the second year, it's more diverse. Okay. 98. Missy Elliott's on the main stage. Okay. You've got Desiree. You got Erica Badu, uh, Michelle. Indigachello. Yeah. Thank I you. probably still butchered that. Sarah McLaughlin, of course. <laughs> And her dogs. So that's good. That's a pretty good lineup. Patty Griffin's still on the second stage. Wild Strawberries is still there, whoever that is. <laughs> Lucinda Williams is on the second stage. Wow. Jeez. The gall to put Lucinda on the second stage? On the village stage. Annie Lennox. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? The last year of it. So it was only three years? Yeah, three years. Jeez. Queen Latifah's on the main stage. Okay. Luscious Jackson. Nice. It's getting beyond the kind of folksy yeah, rock right. beginning. Monica. Okay. Yeah, it's on the main stage. Patty Griffin's still on the second oh, stage. Man. Never quite made it, did you, Patty? She never graduated. She's great. Never graduated. Uh, Wild Strawberries. Oh hanging strong on that second stage. I'm going to have to look them up. Third stage, Matt? Uh-huh. Christina Aguilera. Wow. 
That had to be like her first concert. If if she's only on the third stage. Did Jewel ever do Lilith Fair? Oh yeah, she was the first year. Okay, I was gonna say that's that seemed like a very in her pocket. Yeah, when you energy. say Lilith Fair, I think about Jewel, Joan Osborne, yes. Sean Colvin, Sean Paula Colvin. Cole. Oh yeah, yeah, that's my Lilith Fair, Matt. Um, <laughs> but Lilith Fair in my came, mind, Lilith Fair was sponsored by Birkenstocks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, work it. Number two for ten weeks. But it could not reach number one because of Lose Yourself by Eminem. There you go. Matt, it tied the record for a song that stayed at number two for 10 weeks. Okay. It didn't break the record, but it tied the record with this song. <laughs> this never made number one. No. That's a travesty. Let's see. What what kept it? Let's see. One night in Bangkok. Oh. This stayed at number two because of Olivia Newton John's physical. For nine consecutive weeks. And then the minute that you think that it's going to become number one, Hall and Oates sweep in with I Can't Go For That. They were like, no can do. Oh my Sorry, foreigner. Gosh, yeah. Eminem, you're not getting past Lose Yourself. No. One more track we're going to review. Back in the day. Brothers and sisters, I don't know what this world is coming to. What's up, Missy? Timbo. From the gutter, no, I came from my mama, but you know what I mean. Hope it's here to stay like permanent crease in your jeans. Me and Missy be the new tag team. Whoop, there it is. We like Ray and Ghost, AG and Showbiz. We public enemy number one. Our Uzi weighs a ton. This is a house run. <laughs> what happened to those good old days? When hip hop was so much fun. This is an ode to old school, talking about when rap and hip-hop used to be fun, mm-hmm. and then it's on the block before the lights came on. So it's throwing it back to you know when your kids playing in the neighborhood. It's not East versus West. You know, It's just a nice dichotomy between those two visuals. Matt, when did y'all know it was time to go inside since you didn't have street lights? Was it like when the fireflies <laughs> well, came out? Well, yeah, yeah, when mama would ring the triangle right. for supper, <laughs> we'd throw on our straw hats and pull up our overalls and run home. Yep, scoop back home. People are going to be like, this done place is God, the weirdest place. Man, they have a mule festival. They don't have any electricity. No electricity. Which, by the way, I was listening to Missy Elliott on a podcast, and when she talked about growing up in Portsmouth, she was saying dirt roads. Oh, yeah. So she must have lived out yeah. somewhere. It's still funny to think about 
just because everything's all developed. Right. And there were no dirt roads in Virginia Beach or Norfolk, <laughs> yeah, at least right. not where I, where I saw. Back to the song. It's fun. Yeah. They're calling out. All the greats. All the influences. Yeah. It's still funny to me, though, that on someone else's song, Jay-Z says, the best rapper alive, unquestionably. Like, he's always talking about being the best rapper alive. It's like, dude, do you have to say that on her song? <laughs> but also, he does not show her up. Yeah. Jay-Z, mm-hmm. the self-proclaimed best rapper alive, does not show her up on this song. Mm-hmm. No one does on the whole album. Yeah. Honestly, it's not my favorite song on the album. I think it's important because it captures what she's going for. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the album is half throwback and then half her, you know, with the song with Beyonce and with some of her songs, basically flipping the script and saying, men talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah. I'm going to do that too. We talked about that a little bit with the TLC Epipod too. Mm-hmm. They kind of had that attitude of watching men get to have all the fun and talk about it and have hits and have songs about this you know we, we can do this too it's a chronology of, of artistic evolution and growth in hip-hop and in music in general yeah it is in some ways a little bittersweet because the way that it just ends back in the day hip-hop has changed it used to be fun and, and expression and it is a very wistful nostalgic look basically she's saying Things got out of control with all the boats and the puffy. The fish islands. islands. She's like, I know I played a part in that. I apologize. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's my bad. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. (laughs) It's gotten too far. She has won a plethora of awards and has been inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. First female rapper and also the first first female hip-hop artist to get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nice. That's what we talked about. Mm -hmm. First year. And didn't she recently have a street name for her? Yeah. In Portsmouth. In Portsmouth. Missy Elliott Boulevard. There you go. Yeah. Which, that's got to be cool. Is she the biggest musician to come out of that area? I guess she would be, but yeah. Pharrell. Okay. Yeah, it's arguably. That makes for a happy discussion. What do you mean? Happy. Oh, happy gosh. Well. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pharrell went to Princess Anne High School, which is the closest high school nice. to where I went. Pharrell was a few years earlier, but he and Chad Hugo and were there. Which, Neptune's... There was the Neptune Festival every year. Okay. And so it's sort of a being a beachside community. Mm-hmm. I imagine that was part of the influence for them. Okay. And we also had the Clips and Timbaland are from that area. Oh, wow. She would be the biggest, but it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's hard not to say Pharrell because right. he's a household name. Yeah. You know, just because he's more public. He's more accessible. Yeah. He'd been in kids' movies. Yeah, yeah. He's a host on The Voice and all that. Right, right, right. Um, Good little slate come out of that area. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it really put Virginia on the map in terms of hip-hop. That's cool. Now, it's time for your senior quote. This hits home, Matt, because this is back in my home area. You're getting a little misty-eyed over there. About senior year in high school, and you open up the yearbook, and you get a quote that goes underneath your picture. What would your senior quote be from Under Construction? It would be from the song Back in the Day. And part of this is I graduated high school. My senior year was 1993. And she says, grew up the way it ought to be from KRS-One all the way up to 1993. Nice. That's perfect. perfect. Almost wish this song had come out early enough where I could have actually used that because that's absolutely perfect for my senior quote. Yeah. Mine would be from Back in the Day. Oh, Mama said we would be straight-A kids if we did our homework like we knew those songs. <laughs> Just because, yeah. you know, I was not a straight-A student, but I spent most of my time obsessing over music. Yeah, it's such a fun song, almost the perfect one to think back on for a, a senior quote like that. Are you 
Always a blast engaging with Finest Work fans on social media, whether it's Twitter and Instagram, at Finest Work Songs. Check out our website, finestworksongs.com. And send us those emails, finestworksongs at gmail.com. Who knows, maybe we'll read one of yours in a future Kenny Gmail. We'll see you next time. There's so many tracks that we could have reviewed on this album, but we just don't have time. But we'll leave you today with Funky Fresh Dressed. theme song is by the incredible band medium heat this track is called radio and you should check them out at mediumheat.bandcamp.com and check out any upcoming shows if you are in the raleigh area they are on facebook at medium heat music